This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Forget the frustration of picking commerce platforms when you switch your business to Shopify, the global commerce platform that supercharges your selling wherever you sell. With Shopify, you'll harness the same intuitive features, trusted apps, and powerful analytics used by the world's leading brands. Sign up today for your $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash tech, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash tech. Welcome back to the show. Well, we've had another week of opinions, experts, open line wisdom, and hot takes. It's that time to bring together our dynamic duo to help explain the week that was. It's time for The Wrap. Goodbye now is over. That's all. Thank you. All right. That's a wrap. It's Friday, and this is The Wrap on the Jazz Joe Hall Show. Thank God it's Friday. This week we asked, should corporations wade into culture wars and China pushes new rules to curb internet addiction among teens? Should Canada follow? Joining us today is our regular rap panel, Leah Halives, a TV reporter and radio host, and Sarah Daniels is a real estate agent in South Surrey. She's an author and broadcaster as well. Leah, Sarah, welcome. Oh my goodness, wasn't I just here? Sorry? (laughs) Wasn't I just here? You were... That was breaking news. Our oh, prime yeah. minister, our prime minister is single. So there you go. <laughs> I'm getting all confused as to where I was and what I'm supposed to be talking about. All right. Well, this week uh, we 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 had heard some news from Bud Light, uh, Anheuser Busch, its parent company, uh, is still feeling the after effects of a marketing promotion which involved uh, their uh, brew Bud Light and transgender influencer Dylan Mulvaney, uh, and it's leaving a lingering hangover. The brewing giant said yesterday that the U.S. revenue from April to June uh, fell 10% from a year ago, and they attributed the decline to primarily due to the volume of decline of Bud Light. So it lost its place as America's best-selling beer. Uh, Ms. Mulvaney uh, also has had significant amount of threats uh, after um, she posted uh, the drinking Bud Light to her millions of social media followers. Here's a comment from her. Uh, after or during the broadcast. Hi, impressive carrying skills, right? I got some Bud Lights for us. So I kept hearing about this thing called March Madness and I thought we were all just having a hectic month, but it turns out it has something to do with sports and I'm not sure exactly which sport, but either way, it's a cause to celebrate. This month I celebrated my day 365 of womanhood and Bud Light sent me possibly the best gift ever, a can with my face on it. Check out my Instagram story to see how you can enjoy March Madness with Bud Light and maybe win some money too. Love ya! So that was a basic collaboration with uh, Dylan uh, Mulvaney's, um, I think it was the Instagram feed there. And that's it. And then it led to a, a big cultural pushback from the from the, uh, the right wing in the U.S. And now uh, Bud Light uh, sales dropped by 10%, which begs the question, should uh, large corporations like uh, Anheuser-Busch or even Bud Light get involved uh, in marketing some of their products because of the broader cultural world? Let me go to you first. What do you think of what's transpired? Do you think this is going to lead to companies saying, wait a minute, maybe we should stay out of this conversation? Sadly, I think so. I think sadly, companies are going to look at this and think, you know, we don't want to lose money and we don't want to, you know, lose, you know, the people buying our stuff nonstop because of this, because there's so many homophobic, transphobic, racist people out there that just can't keep their mouth shut and enjoy, you know, a bud like everybody else. Like, Mm -hmm. I just don't understand to me. I don't get it. I don't know why the LGBTQ plus community always 
get such hate. I don't understand it. Let people live. You know what? That was a great promotion. Big deal. You know, like she's transgender. Big deal. Who cares? Like, just take a part of the promotion. And to me, I think it's sad because I think a lot of corporations will not follow suit because they'll be concerned of the hate. And, of course, you know, they're their market going down and not making as much money like last year. So to me, I think it's sad all around. Yeah, and it looks like uh, Bud Light uh, didn't reach out to Ms. Mulvaney uh, after the the criticism came and and, Mm -hmm. uh, she faced a significant amount of bullying and transphobia as well. Uh, Sarah, what do you think here? Do you think sometimes corporations should just play it safe because of the blowback? No, no, I don't because, I mean, let's, let's look at the world that we're living in right now. Um, you know, there's people are being discriminated against left, right and center. And you roll the clock, mm-hmm. clock back a hundred years and the same thing was happening and nobody stood up and we ended up with World War II, Nazi Germany. Now, I mean, that's an overly dramatic approach to it, obviously. But you know what? If, if you don't stand up for anybody else, there's not going to be anybody left to stand up for you. So, mm-hmm. I mean, these are people that are just living their lives. She got a $15,000 paycheck for doing a sponsored post. She said later that the most depressing thing about the whole thing was that through the entire nightmare of all those threats, Budweiser never approached her once, never came to her and said, like, are you okay? How are you doing? So she was left to, like, deal with all these. And and people like Kid Rock, like, what are you, five years old? I mean, give me a break. I'm going to go and shoot up a bunch of Bud Light cans. I mean, if this is the kind of stuff that you endorse, and I'm seeing it everywhere right now, people marching to defend Jason Aldean with his stupid small town crap song. People, you know, uh, posting memes about, oh, I can't watch the Barbie movie because it's too woke. I mean, if this is how incredibly closed-minded and sad you are, Mm -hmm. knock yourself out. But it's the same people. It's the people that don't like Bud Light. Oh, I can't watch the Barbie movie. Or the memes about, oh, the prime minister's wife left him for a man. Like, that's supposed to be somehow funny. What kind of crap are we putting out there? You people that are putting this out on social media, you have children. You're teaching your children to hate. Congratulations. Mm -hmm. There you go. I think it it is going to create a culture where corporations really They're rethink it and step back yeah. and say, as Leah was saying, I hope they don't. Going, yeah, but I, I hope they don't because I here's hope the not. Thing is, yeah. a yeah. company that doesn't support the like the free rights of everybody. I mean, the fact that Bud Light actually didn't do anything to support Dylan Mulvaney makes me look negatively on Bud Light, not because yeah. they supported her in the first place is because they didn't have the excuse my language, the balls to stand up for her. Right. Yeah. The, the thing is, if you are going to be an advocate and you're going to want to sell and market to the LGBTQ plus community, which, by the way, all these people say that they're going to now drink Coors Light, who's long been an advocate to those communities. I mean, this is the thing is you either stand up and you play ball and you take the hit or you don't. Yeah. You know, mm-hmm. this is welcome to, you know, the, the real world. Put your big boy pants on and grow up and stand up for what's right. Yeah. It goes back to corporations. Mm-hmm. If you really believe it, then stick with the people that you yep. uh, that you're working with or, or don't. Hey, Adidas, fired Kanye West, right? Adidas, Adidas fired Kanye West. And I mean, honestly, like that was a smart business move. They've also lost millions and millions of dollars because of that inventory. But it would have been a far stupider move to keep them on board. Yes. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. All right. Well, coming up next, China pushes new rules to curb internet addiction among teens. Should Canada follow? That's next.
Welcome back to the show. If you're just joining us, we are speaking to Leah Alive and Sarah Daniels. They're part of our Friday wrap panel. We were just talking about Bud Light. Now we're going to talk about new rules in China. This week, uh, Chinese authorities uh, put out a policy proposal. They want people to talk about it, debate it, and they're going to decide whether to move forward with it. Essentially, the new rules uh, would limit screen time to a maximum of two hours a day for people under the age of 18. Uh, Essentially, uh, if you are under the age of eight, uh, the Chinese government wants you to look at mobile devices no more than 40 minutes a day, one hour for those aged 8 to 16, and two hours for those above that age, so ages 16 to 18. Now, many people are quite concerned that how do you uh, do that, but it's certainly in one country that they can, it's certainly China with its firewall. Leah, let me start with you. Uh, I usually wouldn't be going looking at China for advice on how they should be running government and society. It is a one-party totalitarian state. But I do believe it's a significant challenge in regards to kids and and just uh, having them paying attention to either, either at home or in class, significant challenges of mental health um, and bullying that many kids are going through today because of social media and the Internet. What do you think of this idea? I think it's the first time I'm, I can say I'm with China, too. Um, I, I kind of agree with that. I'm with China. Um, I just think that there's just so much wrong on the internet, right? Like we were talking about the vitriol, all the wrong information. I think kids really shouldn't be privy to this for long periods of time. But I'm wondering, like, how are they going to regulate it? Do the kids have to post an age when they sign in? And does that include PlayStation? Like, does that include gaming? Because, I mean, kids kids are gaming like 24 hours a day now. So if it includes gaming, I think that's a good idea. Does not include me? Because I am over 18 and I do go on my PlayStation, so I'm good there. <laughs> but, but how do they regulate this? Like, well, are going to have to, like, well, find they, something? Well, they regulate and watch everything else you're doing. I, I think they can do that. That's why I think a lot of the tech companies are concerned, never mind the big ones, even the, the yeah. smaller apps. They're Don't all going to have to... in your house. There well, we go. Not a, well, somehow the, 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 <laughs> they're able to shut it down down, which I'm sure they can, right? They're obviously very much concerned. Sarah, what do you think of all this? I mean, it's a huge issue, uh, you know. uh, What do you think? I mean, I guess it's it's like I always sort of think it it comes back to the parents and stuff. I mean, I know that there's a lot of parents that are totally exhausted, and and I have never had children, so I feel for you. Sometimes (laughs) you just want to hand them the iPad and say, leave me alone, and I get that. But when I was a kid, you know, way back in the dark ages, we just we had to go outside and play or, or read a book or something like that. That was you know come back when it's dark was kind of like the 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 uh, the, the word of the day when I was this age. Yeah. You know, like in, the, in this like that age in the summer. Um, I don't know. I mean, there. I, I wish there was. I mean, I know that people can put on parental controls on on children's phones to what they can view and and on the television what you can view. But if there was a method, and I'm and, and there must be because come on, Apple and all these other smartphone companies, they're not stupid. There's a way. There's got to be a way where that a phone automatically turns off access to internet or whatever after a certain amount of time. Yeah, that's and and considering that it would be purchased for a, a, a child under the age of eighteen, that should be that should be something that would be able to be activated, right? Um, I don't understand why it's not, and I'm sure it's actually available, but we just don't know about it yet. Yeah, I mean, yeah. I, 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 you can do that now if you if you're a parent with uh, some with Telus and Bell. I think if you have a family account and various cell phones. Yeah, you can do that. I think you can do that with your TV, like what they can watch. But I'm talking about kids can, you know, virtually every kid now over the age of 10, 11 has a smartphone. I don't know. And and, and the thing is, you can turn off something. But what if they get onto Wi-Fi? There's got to be some sort of switch in there that just says, I'm sorry, this phone is like now, you know, 
Can nine eight AI seven, we have, to, you know, we exactly. should be able to do yeah. that. Well, they, they also want to yeah. manage the, wanna, the type of content these kids are looking at. So it does speak to mm-hmm. uh, Big Brother in a much much uh, dra- yeah. draconian way that China China does very well. But, you know, recently on this show, we interviewed a lawyer um, that is representing 500 school districts in the United States who have all bandied together to sue Big Tech. Uh, and mm-hmm. a lot of these lawyers who represented um, asbestos or, or sued asbestos companies in class action lawsuits, went after uh, tobacco companies in class action lawsuits, mm-hmm. now are sort of swimming around these tech companies thinking there's going to be dollars there because they do see the damage it's mm-hmm. doing in regards to behavior, in regards to just uh, their kids are unruly well, in school, and, all that stuff. And right? this is the thing. It's like Facebook, Instagram, all these apps, they say, oh, like we've got, we're watching out for you. So, I mean, I've said this before. I manage um, with a bunch of other people, a Facebook group down here in South Surrey. We've got 44,000 members. It's like playing whack-a-mole with all the bots and the and all that kind yeah. of stuff trying to join and the spamming. I mean, it's almost like another job entirely. And Facebook is supposed to be, you know, allegedly a safe place and they've hired all these thousands of people. Well, they're not working, you know, very hard that I can tell. I mean, they're you just put in your age. Doing... That's it. Like they don't, yeah, they don't monitor I mean, and, it. You just put in your they, age, whatever you want. It and and <laughs> anybody can open any account and just, you know, spam left, right and center. And, and this mm-hmm. is, you know, for kids, especially because the algorithms are so brutal. I mean, we all know it. I mean, it's. You know, mm-hmm. if people, if you click on the wrong algorithm, you can end up, this is why people, you know, end up like conspiracy theorizing and QAnon and stuff like that. The algorithms feed people into these kind of behaviors, but they also pick on kids. So eating disorders, all that all kind of, of stuff, that. you know, low self-esteem. These are the things, you know, it, maybe it's not so much how much access the kids have to the internet, but I mean, obviously the social media companies and I mean, they're out for Canada anyhow. So what do we care if we, we go after them at this point, right? I didn't know you were a big brother of South Surrey there, sir. That's fascinating with that community. Group. <laughs> right? I know. Yeah, no, well, it's, 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 it's it, we've got 44,000 members in this Facebook group. And it, I, I'm telling you, I mean, literally we get hundreds of applications every day. We have questions that people have to answer, but we have to, like, mm-hmm. we literally look through these applications. I belong. And, I'm and, one. And. Well, and double click, we double click on people that apply because, you know, people are trying to switch out their IDs. Some have like locked profiles, you know, and then you look God. at their friends list and it's all, you know, like Nigerian scammers. It's just right the wing. whole thing is bonkers, right? <laughs> so, yeah, like you, you can't just people answer the, like the questions to get into the group. We don't just accept them. It's like I feel like I'm an undercover detective half the time making sure First that we're not. The question is, do you like Donald Trump yeah. or Elon yeah. Musk? <laughs> right? Oh, <laughs> no, we, we don't judge people on that kind of stuff. We just don't want spam. All because uh, Larry down the street wants to sell a used bike, right? <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> which we don't allow we on like the site. Elon. We don't have any buying or selling, so there you go. There you go. <laughs> Leah, Sarah, thank you so much. Have yourself a wonderful BC Day long weekend. You too, guys. All That's right. right. It's the too. long weekend. Yes. Woo-hoo. There you go. Leah Live is a TV <laughs> reporter. and Bye-bye. Uh, Leah Live is a TV reporter and radio host. Sarah Daniels is a real estate agent in South Surrey, author and broadcaster. They're part of our Friday wrap panel.